Welcome to the Know, Like, Trust podcast for real estate professionals. In this podcast, you'll discover what it takes to establish know, like, and trust, and connect with the right people for success in real estate. If you're a marketing strategist, real estate agent, or another professional in the real estate space, and you're interested in building a referral-based business, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, Betty Russo and Christine George. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of our Know, Like, Trust podcast. I'm Betty Russo. And I'm Christine George, and today I am super excited about our guest. We're talking to my friend and leading edge realtor, Lauren O'Brien. You're going to love her. You're going to love her. You definitely stay to the end. She's amazing. Let me tell you just a little bit about why I think she's amazing. Well, first of all, she... Um, is based in Eastern Massachusetts, and she is a real estate agent um, expert in the Reading, North Reading markets. And Lauren is at the top of her career. She has tripled her business in the last two years. And I have personally loved watching her grow, take risks, be open to new ideas and doing different things to help her business flourish. You would absolutely not know how busy and how much business she does because she is always calm. She, and when she talks to you, you feel like you're the only person that is important. Like you're, you're her only client. You're the only thing that's important. She's amazing. So welcome Lauren. Welcome. Thank you both very much. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) We're excited to talk to you today, especially me, because this is new to me. I can't wait to hear your story. I'm like really excited for the two of you to meet too, because I think you could become fast friends. So let me just give you guys a little short bio about Lauren. She graduated from Bentley University with a marketing and management degree, and she initially thought she wanted to be an accountant because she loves numbers. She obviously went completely in the other direction. Um, She spent a number of years in corporate marketing back when direct mail existed and was the only thing out there Uh, before. uh, And then, and then after that, she decided to stay home and raise her children. Uh, A mortgage broker and a friend um, approached her about getting into real estate appraising So she became a license as an appraiser. And when the market crashed in 0809, the woman she was working for decided to close up shop. So she answered an ad in the newspaper, remember those, uh, for a part-time position in a small real estate office in Wilmington, Massachusetts. And then after several years, and as her kids were getting bigger, she decided it was time to get her real estate license. She's now been licensed since 2013, It took eight long months before her first closing, and she joined Leading Edge in 2016, and her business has absolutely skyrocketed each year since. That it has, Lauren. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you. That's fantastic. So, Lauren, as I was preparing for today, I noticed so many great things your clients have said about you. If it's okay, I'm going to share some of those uh, great accolades. Sure. So Terrence says, I always thought I would go into the business when I retired. After realizing that Lauren was on call 24-7, I changed my mind. (laughs) Lauren always responded to my calls at any time. 
Arthur says, I consider her the goat of real estate professionals. <laughs> now that's quite an, an honor. If you well, don't know is. what goat means, it's me, the greatest Tom, of all time. <laughs> yes, you and Tom Brady. That's right. <laughs> the greatest of all time. So professional, knowledgeable, and highly responsive were just a few words that came up over and over. Lauren, Christine mentioned that your business has tripled in the last two years. What have you done differently to make it skyrocket the way it has? So I don't think I've done anything differently. I think it's just my same old hard work and consistency. Um, I, from my first job, real job, I guess I would say out of college where I worked in direct mail. And like you said, Christine, that was the only form of marketing back then. And we were motivated based on the number of mail pieces we got out each quarter. And we were paid a pretty hefty bonus for that. So um, just to we were doing direct mail for affinity organizations. We worked with the bank in Maryland and we did all the direct mail marketing for them. So I probably had 50 to 75 different organizations that I worked with. And in order for me to keep track and keep on top of everybody, I became, a, I was always detail oriented, but became so much more detail oriented. I would have folders and folders and just write down every single note so that I could go back. And um, every quarter, we would have to try to get these organizations to um, re-up with their marketing mailings. And so I found that by me being so detail-oriented and knowing something about them or their organization or maybe just something little they had told me in a conversation, really gave an affinity between me and the client I was dealing with. So I've just brought that to my real estate business. Um, my kids always joke with me and said, mom, you went to Bentley and now you're a realtor. And I was like, well, what is wrong with that? Like it is a huge career and I've translated my marketing and management skills into now selling people's homes, which is, you know, their largest investment. So I think that my consistency, my follow-up, always being there, knowing something about the client. Um, when I have a listing, I try to, you know, kind of dive deep into what, you know, what type of milestones have they celebrated in the house, holidays, or even, you know, if I know the kids played sports, did they have pasta parties at the house? So like I said, I always try to bring a more personal touch to the business. And then, you know, someone had described me um, like a dog with a bone. Like I just don't <laughs> give up. I'm just consistently <laughs> following up with people. And I had a client recently who I looked back at my original folder and I said to her, Kathy, I've been following up with you for seven years. And she was like, oh my God, thank you so much, Lauren, for continually to follow up with me. So I sold her a house. They bought a house with me. I sold her sister's house and then they bought a house with me and a neighbor. So I just think that my my consistency is really what um, has helped me flourish in my business. So can I just jump in there for a second? Because um, I want to just piggyback on what you said um, and connect that to what you said in our meeting the other day. 
consistency is super important. And we talk about that a ton in marketing. You obviously brought that piece of it to your real estate business. Um, and the follow-up and the personal piece, you talked about that specifically as it relates to open houses on Wednesday. And, you know, I think Ramsey was actually even, he's one of our other agents. He was a bit overwhelmed by how well you do that. One of the things though, I mean, I think it's important to follow up and it's really important to have that consistency, but I will say, Lauren, not everybody, somebody can do that and, and, and just be more seen as more of kind of, kind of a salesy pain in the butt, if you know what I mean. But your approach when you bring in the personal is so different and so much more meaningful. Can you um, tell our listeners a little bit about how you did that and how you bring that into the open house piece with those cards you have people fill out? Yes, sure. Um, So the prior agency that I was with, everybody there had two separate books for open house sign-in, one for people who were working with an agent, sign-in in this book, and then one for people who didn't have an agent sign in in that book. And I could never understand why they had the two different books. And then one of them said to me, well, because if someone's working with an agent, I'm not going to bother with them. And I was like, wow, really? <laughs> um, I said, you know, sometimes people say they're working with an agent and they definitely might not be. So I did use the one book for a while, but it was like one little line. Everyone's trying to cram their name, their address. Are you working with the realtor, your email address? And I would try to jot down notes on the side. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to make individual sign-in cards for everybody, something different that people aren't expecting. I find that people fill them out more completely. They write way more legibly than trying to stick everything in on a quarter inch line. And then that gives me the opportunity to write notes. You know, I'm not writing a note right while they're talking to me, but I do try to engage with everybody as they come through the open house. And as I mentioned the other day on our Wednesday meeting, clients or buyers had come into my open house and they had the actual blueprints of a piano, an eight foot piano that they wanted to find a home that the piano would fit in. Another client came and the little girl was so excited. She was telling me about Halloween and how she was going to be Wonder Woman for Halloween. So when those people left, I jotted notes down about them so that when I do reach out, whether it's via email or text or a phone call, I then always reference that You know, I said to the people who came to my listing that they didn't end up putting an offer in, I said, this obviously wasn't the home for you, although it clearly was large enough to fit your piano. Tell me more about what you're looking for. Mm. So I feel that I'm making more of a connection versus just, oh, can you give me feedback on the house? Exactly. um, I then take those cards And I don't keep the cards forever. I'll keep them until I give them to my transaction manager for her to put everything into my newsletter. Um, We set them up in Moxie with a search. I subscribe to a program called HomeBot that if it is somebody who owns a home, it'll give them a monthly estimate of their home. And then I put all those people into my 
reminders in my cell phone. So my cell phone blows up every single day with all my reminders going off. But that's basically (laughs) what I do the first thing every morning. And it takes me quite a while is to go through all those reminders that I've set. And, you know, I'll reach out to those people and say, you know, you came to my open house in North Reading, and I know that this is what you were looking for. Or if it's, you know, say in November, I'll, you know, oh, did, you know, Tessa enjoy being Wonder Woman for Halloween? And, you know, so again, just trying to keep that personal touch. And I do say that, um, you know, sometimes I have to move them to the next day to my reminder, because I might not have enough time that day. But I will follow up with somebody until they've said, go away, stop bothering me, or yes, we want to work with you, whatever it is. So that's been just my way of continually, continuously following up and making a connection with somebody. I love that because, well, definitely the beauty is in the follow-up, but your the way you do it is really so different. Like Christine had said, um, we all talk about follow up and staying in touch, and but but what do we do? Like you take it the, that extra mile for sure. And uh, I think we hear about this and we we read about you know this is what you're supposed to do, this is what you should do, but you actually do it. And your plan is really very different than anything that I've seen. Um, it's so personal. It's it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of times we want to stay in touch with our, you know, sphere of influence people that we know, but you're taking this and, you know, to a different level with starting out right away with people that you've just met. And I think it's awesome. Yes. Thanks. You know, it, it is time consuming, but I have found that it has worked for me. So, um, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) How often do you follow up with people, Lauren? Uh, how often, say, if you don't hear back from someone, um, how many times do you try and how often do you follow up in, until you're, you're done? So um, I've got to say, I'm never really done until they tell me like, okay, we've bought with somebody else or we're not moving. Like I said, that woman who I followed up with for seven years. So it might then be, you know, not that I'm going to be texting her or calling her weekly or monthly, but then I might set somebody on a three month or a six month reminder or somebody tells me we're probably going to move in a year, maybe like seven months later, I'm going to reach out to them because they said a year, but it could be sooner. So it just depends on each person's situation. Um, if, if I'm hearing crickets from them forever, like, and I never delete a text message so I can go back and see months or years later, what I've texted you in our conversation. And then I always find like, if I'm not getting anything, my best text at that point is, gee, I've been trying to reach you. I hope everything's okay. I'm concerned. I haven't heard from you. And then that's when they'll respond and they'll say, oh, we've been busy. We're planning a wedding or we're no longer looking or we've moved. So it just, again, depends upon what I've gotten for the feedback from the people as to what my follow-up is going to be. Hmm. What about people that are in your sphere of influence that you've known forever that are not necessarily clients um, or, or leads? How do you stay in touch with them? So 
I've got a pretty big database between family, friends, and clients, and I do feel that my clients become my friends as well. Um, my whole family is kind of involved in one aspect of another or another in my business. My husband will do everything from all the back end running around stuff. Um, my daughter. I've actually given people closing gifts to go out for dinner for the night and my daughter will babysit for their young children. So they've met my husband, my daughter, they may have met them on appointments. Um, my son will pop by, this was years ago, he would pop by, you know, to help me do things. Now he has graduated from college and um, owns his own moving company. So he's helped a lot of my clients. So the way I, so my family has become involved in my business. So I feel like my clients know my family, which then I think that that gives them more of a trust or they have an inside to more of Lauren, the person and the family versus just Lauren, the realtor. Um, but from day one, back in 2013, with my very first client, I started collecting birthdays, their month and day of their birth. Um, and I still do that to this day. So everyone gets a birthday card from me, as well as a call or a text, or I'll, you know, do a quick little video sending them a happy birthday message on their birthday. Uh, the past four or so years, I've done client appreciation parties. Every Thanksgiving, I give out Thanksgiving pies. And originally, I was just giving out to, you know, maybe my first year, maybe it was those first six people who I had for clients, and I was going around and delivering pies. And then the next year, those next 10 people who just bought in that year. And then um, Bill Butler, who was a coach at our company, said, why are you just doing it to the clients who bought with you that year? They know you in you know, love you and remember you, you should do it to every client. So now I do extend my Thanksgiving pie invitation to every single one of my clients. And it's amazing people who now they come to me because I can't be delivering pies to everybody. But clients who I, you know, my first sale eight years ago will still come to pick up a pie. Um, one of the broker owners was at the company the night I was giving out my pies and a big builder who I work with came to pick up a pie. And he was like, Oh, my God, I can't believe this guy is coming to pick up a $12 pie. But that's, you know, people like getting something people like feeling remembered, or that you're doing something for them. Um, I follow up after closing, you know, one week, one month, three months, six months, 12 months, I'm doing a check in, you know, did you paint, send me pictures, you know, let me see the baby's room. And then annually, I will call or text them and, you know, happy five year home anniversary. Um, I'm a big engager on social media, not just liking or doing a smiley face. I try to respond relevantly to what they have posted about. And then I will put their name in it so that they're seeing that, oh, Lauren O'Brien commented about you versus just, you know, oh, you got 50 likes. Right. Um, I do also send out a monthly newsletter, um, a quarterly mailer to my 
neighborhood. I live in a neighborhood of about 45 homes in my development, but now I've extended that to some other streets and anybody who I've done business in my town, I call it the North Reading Scoop. So I've got about 200 people who get that quarterly newsletter. And then something more recently I've started doing, I don't know if either of you have ever heard of the company called Spoonful of Comfort. Oh, I love they, them. Um, they, they mail soup. Um, mm-hmm. So if somebody's had a bad day or somebody passed in their family or somebody had a baby, you get, you know, soup that see, feeds four to six in a mason jar and it comes in this pretty yellow box and comes with rolls and cookies and it's just something small, but everybody loves that comfort food. So I try to send that to somebody quarterly. Wow, so, I did not know that. This, just, uh, this is just blowing me away. <laughs> I, I mean, I literally need to listen to this and take notes because you have such great ideas, but it's not just your ideas. It's that you implement them, that yes. you keep it going, um, that you're consistent, and you're showing people that you really care about them, and that's that's so important. I love this. Yeah, I I would totally agree. I mean, I, I mean, I have the um, advantage of no, you know, knowing Lauren and and you know, sitting with her and and helping her put you know a lot of her marketing together. Um, but you have layered more and more on over the last couple of years, and I think the fruits of that labor have you know really shown. I mean, all of these things that you're doing. I don't know how you do it all, Lauren. I, I really don't know how you do it because in the in the middle of it, you're you're doing forty five transactions. <laughs> I mean, I just it's amazing to me, and you do it with such sincerity, um, and it, you just make it look really easy. You do. Well, you should, you know, plenty of nights, my husband and daughter are stuffing envelopes for me. Um, I do have a fabulous transaction manager who really keeps me on task and, you know, does a lot of those, okay, it's your quarterly newsletter. I've got everything set up. Just, you know, throw in what you're going to say to the neighbors. She does a lot of my, you know, monthly newsletter that goes out via email Um, I got to give a plug to my niece, Caroline, also, who um, helps me write my birthday cards. So I do have a lot of help in the background, but I am, you know, the one continuously implementing it and saying, okay, this is what has to be done. When I first started, the office that I worked for sent out the magnetic baseball and football schedules. So that was kind of all I knew. But then I was like, God those are expensive. And then with postage, and I know it's a waste of money, everyone's, you know, either putting them in their recycling before it comes in the house, or they're tossing it, or everyone has a stainless steel refrigerator that magnetic magnets don't stick to. So I've gotten away from that and try to do things a little bit more personal. I, I, I love it. I mean, you're bringing the um, attention to detail and the organizational skills that you acquired very early in your career. Um, you have amazing focus and follow-up and um, determination, right? And just that personal approach. And I, I think the other thing, like I, I was writing everything down and 
one of the lessons here is that you can't just put one thing out there and just hope that it works. It's consistent and it's, it's multidimensional. You know, you've got, you do everything from social media to client gatherings from, you know, birthday cards to, um, a quarterly mailer. So it's not any one thing that's going to create that awareness and help build those relationships, but it's, you know, it's everything together. It's the aggregate of all of that over time. And I think that's where you, you know, you've been able to see a lot of that return. So congratulations on that. And I actually, yeah, I wanted to share my own story, Betty, because so, um, I think it's been like two years now. I sent a lead to Lauren who's a colleague of mine who I'd worked with in the past and she was getting ready to sell and Lauren followed up with her. Well, it's two years out now and she still can't get her head around selling. She's still on the fence. She's always got something going on that's preventing her from putting her house on the market. And Lauren continues to follow up with her. And then she follows up with me and she says, Hey, I just want to give you a heads up that I followed up with Sharon and here's where the situation is. And to me that like, that's that extra step. I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't expect any of that, but she's showing me how she's working and what's important to her. She's, you know, she wants me to know that she's taking care of her friend, my friend, you know, exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. And I I I always find somebody that gives me a referral, like I'm so grateful for that, that I feel that as much as I need to follow up with Sharon, that I also want to give you or whoever it is that has given me that referral so that they know, yes, Lauren is following up versus someone who you may give a referral to and they might call them once or twice and don't ever follow up after that. Exactly. Um, Sharon is a, is a challenge and I am going to conquer that challenge one day (laughs) or another. So that is why I continuously follow up with her as well. Yeah. Even if it's seven years from now, right? Exactly. She's got to sell sooner or later. She will. And she's going to call you and oh, Lauren, I, I am cooking up something else that is a total sidebar and I'm going to park it for now and talk to you about it later that involves Sharon. So, um, so uh, let's just park that for now. It's, sure. it's some good stuff. Um, so I noticed that you have 93 reviews on Zillow and 42 on Google, which is, that is another thing that you have done successfully is created a business page on Google so that when people, you know, Google you, you come up on the side, which is awesome. Congratulations for that. Um but the thing that I noticed is that you respond to all the reviews you get. Are you responding to those yourself? I and am. If, are you really? I am. Yeah. So originally when Zillow first came out and that was the platform everyone was looking at, that's where I was asking for people to give me all of my reviews. But with everything that's going on with Zillow, and I know that everybody Googles people, so I now I ask for my reviews on Google. So when somebody closes on their home, they also get, you know, obviously I'm there and I'm there for the closing, but then they get a follow-up letter 
asking if I don't have their birthdays for their birthday, and then a link to my Google review right there. And then if they don't give me a Google review right there, I we are tracking it on our tracker that Melissa keeps very good track of everything. So when I go to make that one month contact or three month contact, I'm like, oh, here's, you know, I'm gonna text you my my link to my Google review. So I feel that if they've taken the time to write me a review, then I should respond to it. Initially, I had a conversation with Melissa and said, you know, maybe you should you can respond to all the reviews because you're at the computer more. And then the more we talked about it, I was like, no, absolutely. I'm the one that needs to respond because mm -hmm. she's 100% remote. So she's never met these people. She doesn't know the conversations that I've had or yeah. why they're moving. So then I can also try to put something personal when I respond versus just thanks for, thanks for writing a review. Yes. Yes. And of course that makes your life more difficult. That creates more work, but it pays off dividends. It really does. It does. And I am disciplined. I, you know, I, and originally when I first started real estate, I would always say, oh, I've been lucky. But I think Steve Chuha was the one who said to me, it's not luck, Lauren. If you didn't have the tools in the follow-up, in the discipline, in the dedication, you wouldn't have survived. So, exactly. you know, I do agree with him now that, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hours at my desk. Um, my kids, when we were going on college tours, or actually not even just on college tours, anywhere, we could be on a vacation or out for a walk around the neighborhood. I don't leave without my cell phone. I, you know, they've got pictures of me everywhere waiting for me on my cell phone. There's a picture of us <laughs> years ago at Disney World and I was actually on the pay phone because oh. I must not have had a cell phone or something. So they've got, you know, this little family text message between all of us and they're constantly sharing pictures of me on my phone while we're doing something. Or when I was on a college tour with my daughter, we're in a big auditorium and she's like, mom, you're not paying attention. And I said, I am so paying attention, Alexandra. <laughs> and I raised my hand to ask a question because I was absolutely paying attention. Although I was texting somebody and she was like, oh my God, you really are paying attention. So um, it is a lot of work, but um, I enjoy it. They're all very supportive of my business. So that makes it easy too. That's great. That definitely helps. I was going to ask, how do they respond to that when you're you're on the phone instead of uh, being, you know, present, but I, you are present. I am. I try to be. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, it's tricky, but you seem to have it down pat. Um, I love everything that you're doing and I would love to see your system in, uh, in writing. I would love that because <laughs> I feel like I have to recreate some things now after talking to you. <laughs> I love everything that you do. Thanks. So if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? I guess I would say build relationships. I don't, I never, ever, ever considered myself a salesperson and I still don't. Um, I've always been a relationship builder I'm the middle child, so I think that says a lot about me too, always wanting for everyone to get along. So I've 
prided my business on building relationships. And I tell my clients this, I want them to think of me for any of their real estate related questions or any of their home-based referral needs. I've got people five years later because I'm always checking in with them who then might check back in with me and say, who are you using for a painter now? Or who's your carpet guy or your floor sander? So I would say create relationships. Yeah, that's great advice. It is. It absolutely is. So um, before we wrap, Lauren, finish this sentence. No like trust is. It's no like trust is how we all like to do business. I find that no like trust is kind of like a spoonful of comfort. It's like that comfort food or something that makes you feel good. And that's how I want people to feel about me. I want them to know me. They get to know me, my family. I want them to like me and then to obviously trust me. Oh my God. That was, Betty, you know, I wrote that one down. (laughs) I know you did. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren, where can people find you? So they can reach out to me. My cell phone is 978-317-3385, or they can Google me, laurensellsrealestate.com. I am on Facebook, Lauren Marinello O'Brien, or on Instagram, Lauren O'Brien 4599. Awesome. For everyone listening, Lauren is definitely someone you want to follow uh, friend and learn from. So make sure to check her out on social media and check out her website. Give her a call if you're in the Boston area. And, um, this has been awesome, Lauren. Thank you so, so much. You're oh my God. Welcome. So awesome. You're very so, welcome. The last, the last thing I do always in my mind, my philosophy is every client every time. And when I say that, I mean that every client will get my five-star concierge level service, no matter what the price point is, whether they're a buyer or a seller, I always give them my, my time and my five-star concierge level service. And you do, you definitely do. Thank you so much. And so for those of you who are listening, if you're enjoying our podcast, please leave us a review and share it with all your friends. We would so, so love that and appreciate it. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day, ladies. Thanks. Take care. Take care. That was great. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, we'd love it if you subscribe and leave a review. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to Christine or Betty on social media for consideration. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Please join us next time for another insightful conversation on incorporating know, like, and trust into your business.